Well, Dots, I guess it's uh, time to say goodbye and sound the trumpets. To Justin Tucker, a real one, a kicker that has been rostered through and through. He has been on Team Williams. He has been on the underdogs. He has been on the Philly underdogs from the beginning until the end. The longest rostered player in league history no longer has any meaningful games in this league. RIP, R. King, Legatron, first ballot 2037, Hall of Famer, Justin Tucker. Tucker in the waistband. One last time, they tucked it in the waistband and got kicked out of the fucking playoffs for it. <laughs> sucks to suck. RIP to, to a real one. Yeah. So uh, that doesn't mean you guys should just drop your kickers and defenses because they don't matter anymore to those younger teams because – not younger teams, the, the teams that didn't make it. I mean, you can. You do what you want. But there are still teams fighting for those spots. So maybe you can drop some grenades and, and yeah, do a bit I, I all their fat. Uh, and... Yeah, I think it's up to you. If you want to drop grenades, drop grenades. If you want to hoard them until the playoffs are over just to keep them. But I have all the good ones, so. Yeah, but they're just going away. and. uh Three weeks, so. Fuck yeah, can't wait. All right, I get well, to just drop all my defenses too and have room for my draft picks. I don't have to. Str- I don't have to scramble to. Uh... <laughs> I've been preparing for that mostly too. I just figured I'll uh, hoard some defenses now, make some decisions, and then I don't have to worry about dropping spots for draft picks. Yeah. So, six teams no longer defense and kicker. Sorry to hear it. We'll see you next year. Um. I guess in the meantime, Dots, uh, let's talk about what happened and how we all got here. What a great week, dude. What a great week. Did you have fun? I I had a good time. Well, I had fun. No, actually, I didn't. Why? Oh, Dustin Herbert. Everybody died. Josh Jacobs. It was fitting for your season to uh, lose a bunch of players going into the playoffs. Yeah, we scrapped this far. We're going to continue. Just keep on scrapping. So, yeah, uh, I guess we'll just dive right into my matchup here with the loss of uh, Justin Herbert for the year. He put on IR. Um, though with 1.8 points, I still managed to score 116 over Tyree's bitch ass. So, Yeah, good news. He had C.J. Stroud playing the Jets, only putting yeah. up 3.6. He did get he did get pulled out of the game in the third quarter, injury or something. Did he get concussion? Yeah. Something. But it was, it was pretty late. Yeah, it was like third or fourth quarter. Um, anyway, yeah, 116-92 uh, whenever the underdogs, Iowa pushes their way into the four seed. How does it make you feel? It's pretty, pretty good. Um, and then I, I had that ballsy uh, Isaiah Likely play over Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. Uh, it worked, sort of. Yeah, I mean. Cooper Cup would have been a little better, but, you know. Can't, can't ask too much for 22 personnel. Yeah, I mean. Oh, Jesse, I apologize. The cough is, is strong right now. Don't apologize to me. Apologize to whoever's speakers are playing in their car right <laughs> Sorry. now. Sorry. I tried to muffle it. but I mean, you could yeah. have started Cooper over Turd Ferguson, but 
That's true. But it, Dallas it is hot. They would have done that. Yeah. RIP right. Tyree. We'll see you next year. See you, Tyree. It's been fun. I, uh, what a, can we just pour one out for Tyree? What a year that he had. That was a, that was the scrappiest year anybody's ever seen. Just a solid coach of the year candidate for sure. He, he's got to be coach of the year. I mean, he went from us all no, thinking he no, was going to no, be no spoilers, no spoilers on the on the superlatives yet. Yeah, but he went from being a um, we all thought he was going to be a top two pick whenever he still had Mahomes and Etn, and then after he lost a, a week or two, he was like, you know what, I'm going all in on the rebuild. And he sold even more players off. And then he still went, what, six and eight? Still won a bunch of games? Yeah, phenomenal job. What a guy. Not even an uh, extremely light schedule. It was, it was a decent schedule, too. He just kept putting up big weeks with random players. Yeah. Um, game that didn't matter. Uh, Aragona versus Process Dressers. Yeah, no one really cared, but it turned out to be a barn burner. I actually uh, thought this one was like over, over looking at it before Monday night. And then Saquon went off and Dickard almost came back and won, but still lost 98 to 102, which affected nobody because they were both locked into their respective seeds. Yes. But I mean, process trusters are back. They are back in the playoffs. Bigrig has a little bit of a lack of momentum going into the playoffs. So scoring in the nineties for the second week in a row. He's really going to need to pump up his team, get some coaching in. Mm. You have to do better take, than take that. Take some lessons from Tyree on how to be a good coach and <laughs> utilize your players to the best of their ability. Going to have to do better than that in the playoffs. But we'll see. Yeah. Um, other matchup that didn't matter, Allentown Audi Boys, Longcock Silver Plant. Yeah. Allentown getting the win uh, by 40 here. Um, no, 30. And... You're gonna to need to do better than that, Sheetram. Next year's next year's your year. We had you as the fringe playoff team this year, and you end up with a one or two. So uh, it is what it is. But Sheetram also didn't start a full lineup, which I wanted to freak out and bitch at him for. But like this matchup did not matter or affect anybody. So whatever. Yeah, and everybody on his bench would not have contributed towards a win anyway. Yeah, <clears throat> it could have affected the draft if that were the case. And that would have been a little fucked up if he got a better draft pick because if he he did something like this. But it was inconsequential. We would have to take it to the board in that case. But we would have. solid. Yeah. Um, Rectum Raiders, Mississippi. So Mississippi already had the one oh one locked in and Rectum Raiders uh took advantage they, of their shit team. Yeah, I mean there was a chance Rectum could have got knocked out with a loss here if John would have won, but he didn't, so he would have been in anyway. So it didn't really matter, but yeah, put up a decent week nonetheless. Yeah, Even uh, with Mike most, Evans. Mostly Mike DeAndre Evans Hopkins dying. and David Njoku. Yeah. Got a dud for Mike Evans, which was random and weird. Don't expect that to happen again, but didn't matter. And then Mahomes just doesn't look like Mahomes this year, but quarterback eight, still top 10 guy. It's, uh, it's kind of odd. Yeah, I mean, if. If uh, the refs would have call- wouldn't have called that obvious offsides, maybe it would have been a better game for him. Obviously, yeah. Dude, did- can we talk about that for a second? How much respect did you lose for Mahomes for that whole debacle? Um, I- it was kind of weird that he just like complained about it to Josh Allen. Yeah, what? A- like he looked like a huge douche. Yeah. 
Like he went to shake Josh Allen's hand and was just like, "That was fucking terrible, man. What an awful call." Josh Allen was probably like, "Fuck you. That's a good call." And I just beat your bitch ass. Get over it. Yeah. Maybe Mahomes uh, on the coolness factor. Yeah, Mahomes want Mahomes' public perception has dropped drastically because of that. I I don't, I don't take much off of him. I do. I don't know. I lost a lot of respect for him. I was like, he just acted like a child and threw a huge fit. Oh, for a good call. Yeah. I've seen worse calls, but it was the right call. It was. It was obviously offsides. Yeah. All right. Um, anyway, what a loser. Rectum gets the win. Uh, no thanks. Patrick Mahomes. And yeah. what else? Uh, John Terrio took a loss in a must-win game against I Hate OBJ. <laughs> yeah. Dude, this is the uh, the OBJ namesake game. Oh, yeah. He, he started OBJ. I don't know if this is the first time ever, but he actually uh, did something. Nine, yeah, 97 he, yards. Touchdown. Whenever he caught that bomb, I got so excited. Um, I was mainly excited that John's ass was getting beat because he was the only thing that was going to potentially keep me out of playoffs. Oh, yeah. Well, he would have kept me out of the playoffs had he won. Um, but he didn't. I Well, I actually ended up passing him the points. But... So I guess if uh, Robbie would have put up a terrible week and John won with this many, I would have still passed him, which would have been maybe more hilarious. But, <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't, and he we didn't. get to celebrate. So both these how teams are Robbie? out. And... Yeah, how about Robbie going off for a second week in a row? Yeah, he's. Uh, I don't know how he's looking going into next season. Maybe, maybe decent. Uh, probably about the same. Um, he does yeah. have your pick, right? No. Oh yeah, yeah, he has my pick. So, uh, not going to add a, a game so, yeah, changer the there, I, most likely. But yeah, the one twelve isn't going to add you that much, but you can still hit it on the guy there. Yeah. Um. Okay. So you, right? <laughs> oh, what a matchup! What a matchup! Almost you know, Q, the top two scoring teams of the week. Yeah, Q came out, did what he had to do, put up a really solid week, almost the second highest score. But you know what? He just can't beat the top scorer on the week. Sorry about it, Q. Q was one of the scarier teams going into uh, playoffs if he made it. Yep. Now you're a scary team. Yep. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm the scary guy now. Yeah, if Justin Fields and DJ Moore uh, throw and catch the ball, then uh, it's a good game, yeah. for you. Good, good, uh, good game for you. Good game. Dude, remember whenever I said midseason, you know, I'm just going to – was just trying to scrap my way to the playoffs, and I did. I mean, I scrapped hard. Yeah. Even after I lost to Tyree three weeks ago, I thought it was all over. Then I got my scrap pants on, and I, I scrapped a little harder. How did you get Raheem Mostert? For Adam Thielen? Yes. Nice. <laughs> no. No, Adam Thielen I traded for just or Jeff Wilson and Geno Smith. Raheem Mostert I traded Romeo Dobbs for. Even better. Well, Romeo Dobbs has a lot more long-term value than Adam Thielen. A lot more value in general. I don't even know where he ended up. Is he even on? What team is he on? Yes, Tyrese. Sheetram has him. Sheetram. That's Sheetram. Hmm. Yeah, so I traded Dobbs to Sheetram for Mostert because Sheetram was like already eliminated from the playoffs, and Mostert was only going to hurt him by making his draft pick worse. And like he's like what, like thirty-one? He's not going to still be around next year. So I still think it was a smart move by Sheetram. 
if I wouldn't have made this trade, Sheetram probably would have won another game or two, and I'd probably have the 102 right now. Hmm. Well, you take what you can get. Yeah, but I'll take a, a playoff burst instead. Yeah. All right. Well, that does it for the recap here. Yeah. Um, hey, pour one out for Q. Pour one out for Q. Run. That was great. Great, great to see. So great you... to see Q for a little bit, and then now we don't got to talk about you anymore. <laughs> so these power. Sorry, you had to run into Kyle Pitts. <laughs> uh, his his second touchdown ever. Is that what it was? Third touchdown ever. Well, it's his second touchdown this year. Mm. It's his second touchdown ever. Nice. <laughs> and uh, in the power rankings, I just eliminated those those six. Talk about six and coming yeah, in. The other ones don't six, matter anymore. Uh, I also took out any wins, season long wins. Those don't matter. I don't care about those in the playoffs because we're all zero and zero now. Because and, you, but you still count the last five weeks. Yes. Yeah. So win, win streaks matter. Yes. Yeah. Um, it only matters what you're doing lately, basically. Yeah. So, in number six, who isn't doing anything well lately, uh, Iowa. Yeah, tough to see. <clears throat> now, median score of 95.3, which isn't much lower than the other teams. I guess it is 10 points lower than the other teams' median scores, but uh, it's not the worst place to be, 95 points. Not the worst, but it is playoff season, so you got to think now if you want to – progress and move forward you're gonna have to start scoring you know one teens 120s yeah that's that's so expect that's, to move on those those consistent teams that are in the 115s 130s those are the ones moving on so if you can't cross that it sucks to be you hey you can't run with the big dogs don't piss in the high grass that feels like a saying is that a saying that's what my dad used to tell me all the time growing up hmm. i don't know <laughs> if it means anything but it's good <laughs> it means a lot. Um, Has a lot of deep meaning. So Iowa preseason projected to be number seven. Oh, outperformed! Way to go! Outperformed by one. We made the playoffs. Let's go! First time in three years. Let's go! And uh, we get and a matchup power... this week against Aragona, right? No, rectum. You got you got daddy. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but <laughs> Aragona here at number five, heading into the playoff power rankings. Ooh, ooh. Big rig. Uh, preseason number two team here at five. And it's been a bit of a slump lately. Two-game losing streak going into the playoffs. Sub-100 point games two weeks in a row. Pretty rough. Big. You know what they say about the playoffs. You got to get hot at the right time. You know what they say about the playoffs. If you piss in the grass, don't expect to make it to the second round. Yeah, don't pee. <laughs> I'm just going to let that one lie. <laughs> um. Yes, yeah, so Eric going here. Uh, down from three to five in the last week, and <laughs> yeah, just where the that's, man. That's what it is. Don't have much to say. Yeah, I mean, Eric going you're gonna have to step your shit up. What's your median score here? They are third yeah. in the league in median score in terms of teams remaining, so they have that going yeah. for them. They do have that going for them. Um, rectum number uh, four here in the playoffs. Rectum, and. Yeah, it's uh they have not done anything too crazy except for uh, two weeks ago whenever they put up one thirty five, but uh, one hundred six and one hundred four going in the playoffs. A little bit of a slump, uh, I guess, for what what they're expected to do. Yeah, but they have been over a hundred consistently for the last five weeks. 
which is an upgrade from where they were midseason when they went in that slump and were scoring in the 60s. Yeah. So hopefully I can catch him in a week where they're in the 60s. That'll be that'll be good. Good for the brand. But he is consistently not doing that now, so Yeah, so he's in the solid 105s, 100 area. Yeah, yeah, so you, you got to at least yeah, you got to at least expect 105 plus from Daddy. Yeah. Um okay, and then number 3, it's you. <laughs> Don't let him get hot. Two game win streak going in the playoffs and increasing your score every week over the last five. Yeah. 90, 91, picking? 107, 123, 136. Next week's 150. Yeah, watch out, Big Rig. You better put up 151. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, so congrats to you for uh, scrapping right here. Preseason rank of 10. Ooh. Now the you fourth, see, third hottest team in the playoffs. You know what that preseason rank didn't uh, factor in? Moxie? Moxie and s- scrappiness. Hmm. I will, you know, I will count for scrappiness next year. <laughs> Tyree, you know, first, first seed. You better watch out because the best pros here, they're, they're looking like having a uh, 2005 Steelers, 2007 Giants-esque run here. Not wrong. Not the you best got season, hot at the right. But, yeah. Just got hot at the right time. Coming as a six seed, you don't want to see him now, Bob. That's all you need. And, uh, yeah, the 3-6 game plays the two seed, so – Mm-hmm. You would move on and play process trusters in the second round. Well, the process trusters are back, but how long can they stay back? I don't know. They're, you're gonna be you're gonna be traveling to the land of process from Dottawa, so it's a road game. You're actually on the road the entire playoffs. Yeah, I mean that's how uh, these runs are. That's how these runs are made on the road. Yeah. Um. All right, and the number two, the Allentown Addy Boys. So they're the one seed, but number two here because uh, it. It's hit or miss with them lately. Um, very up and down. Uh, maxing out at 140, bottoming out 89 over the last five weeks. So you just got to catch them at the right time. They get a bye week, so good for them. Did the, uh, Weren't they at one for a while? How'd they get passed back? They were at, they've been at two because Process Trusters has been on a run. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I guess they went on kind of a run. Yeah, so uh, we'll just say that median scores, Iowa 95, and then Aragona, 109. Rectum, 106. Dottawa, 107. Audi Boys, 109. And the number one process trusters at 122 median score. Damn. So significantly really? better than every other team in the league right now. Yeah, they're really separating themselves. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I just think that they are they are the favorites by a mile to win this all. Yeah. So he will yeah, get but, his uh, third Dynasty Bowl trophy if he ends up winning it. If. We'll say, though, he did got him. He was trending. He was 113, 122, 138, and then last week down to 102. Did he get hot too early? That, that could be true. I mean, he's in a slump. Did, did the flame burn out a little too quickly there? That's the question. He burned his players. He ran them too hard. Got to be careful about that. Yeah, so uh, – We'll see how it works out. But for you know, him. he's got a he's got a week to rest his guys up here, though. Get them healthy. Get them oh, on the right track. Fuck yeah! I was saying you oh. before oh. Pod, that uh, oh. there's I was I was <laughs> heading the background some rookie tier list thought, rankings on the YouTube channel. I thought someone just came up and tickled your inner thigh or something. <laughs> I mean, oh. that, that's that's what that's the way this feels because this <laughs> tier list I'm watching has my super secret uh, potentially RV one. 
they list him as their RB1. I'm like, Ooh. yeah, that's a good feeling. Are you going to tell us who this super secret RB1 is? Fuck no. No? Actually, I, I can tell. I, I'm not going to pick him because I have no draft picks. But I don't know if you've watched Audric Estime yet. No. Bro, pull up his highlights right now. No, wait, don't do that because it might fuck up the, the pod. Yeah, I probably will. Audric who? E-S-T-I-M-E. Estime. You have to remind me at the end. E-S time. S time. I say we take a break from the pod. We go do some YouTube share play right now. <laughs> and then we come back oh, with our is... thoughts on Andre's Estime. Oh, no, that sounds like too much. I'm doing it right now. We're maybe we're I say we're into the pod think, right now, maybe, so you wait, can watch wait. this. No, I think if we let's if we're gonna do this, let's do it at the end. We're gonna talk rookies at the end. Fine. He's a fucking he's a dog, dude. <laughs> dog. Fucking dog. <laughs> yeah, let's do rookies at the end. All right, fair. <clears throat> but, but we want to talk about some of these teams that were uh, eliminated here and what they look like. Before we get into the playoff predictions, oh, like uh, like the shit teams, yeah, the poop teams, the poo poo teams. Okay, I'm down to talk about the poo poo teams, Speaking which is of... ironically the two expansion teams from like fucking four years ago. Get your shit together. You've had time to expand. Yeah, this maybe, is not contraction season. Maybe this will be the t- maybe this will be the draft sitting at 102, 101 and one hundred two where they finally. Start stepping up. Okay, so here's all I want to say is that uh, we'll start with Mississippi, and they are loaded on picks, <laughs> and we're just going to do a deep dive on Mississippi. So, Trevor, listen up. Take notes. Do what you got to do. All right. They got 101. Yes. What they else have, they got? They have Buttons pick in the first round. Oh, okay, yeah. They have 201. Yep. They have 203. Mm-hmm. They have Buttons second round pick. Oh, tell me more. They got 301. And then mm-hmm. some more picks. Man. So we got they got Loaded. all the ones and they got buttons picks and they got two oh three. Yeah. So what else do they have working with on their roster? Um Dutch, you tell me I mean in, in a draft, like so let's say this next upcoming draft, do you have a general idea of rookies coming up? Okay. Do you? Somewhat. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Just yeah, the okay. top guys, but so would you take Javante Williams at one on one in this upcoming no. draft if he was in the free agent pool? No. 102. No. 103. It would probably, I mean, I don't know the guys exactly, but it's probably going to, it would probably end up being like a late first. I don't know. I, I'm thinking like 106 maybe is where I would consider taking taking the shot on him because the running backs are not that strong this year. Maybe, but yeah, I, I would say like second half of the first. 106 is solid. Garrett Wilson, 102. Gary Wilson probably one two. You would not take him one on one. I don't think so. No. Okay. So we we have some solid assets in terms of players here. Nico yeah. Collins is interesting. <coughs> would you take him in the first round of this draft if he was in the poll? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I would I probably. I, I think I would, but like like the last two picks of the first round. I was gonna say probably like a, t- a high end second. Okay, Roshan Johnson. He's probably still in the mid-second range. Yeah, I think you have a better he, chance of rolling the he dice. He didn't do. He didn't do as much as I was hoping he would do down the stretch here this year. Um, 
Like he's kind of had the opportunity to take the job and hasn't, so it's a little concerning for him. But here's an interesting one: Marquise Brown. He's a good wide receiver, but he's he's 28. 28, and he's so if he's in the free agent pool, I'm thinking like a solid like 205. He's, he's one of those guys that like it's going to be interesting to see like does if he sticks around in Arizona or if he goes somewhere else next year. Yeah, he's His a contract free, he's a free agent, so yeah. So it's going to kind of depend on what happens with him, mm-hmm. but he's probably um, still he's up there too, high end second rounder. I think he's mid mid second, just based on age. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, um, what else we got here? AJ Dillon, probably like a third. He's he's who yeah. he is at this point. Yeah, Pat. What about Pat Fryermuth? How do you feel about Pat Fryermuth? Mm. What is he? He's tight end twenty seven on the year. Did he miss some time? He missed. Yeah, a lot he missed of time. A, a good chunk of the year. He's been playing fine, but he's playing like a like a streamable tight end. So like, honestly, probably not a lot for him. I get that he's good and young and all that, but. Yeah, good and young. Yeah, I don't know. Probably like a late second, maybe. Yeah. Um. <coughs> we also have a, a frisky little Rashid Shahid. Well, Jameson Williams. Jameson Williams, interesting. Like, because like, where is where is his value falling to? It's obviously not at one hundred four where he was drafted. Yeah, he's kind of like bus territory. Yeah, I think Jameson Williams might be like a. I think just because of the upside, he's like, kind of like maybe like two oh four, like a deep threat. He's like a deep threat only kind of guy. I'm just thinking if he was in the draft pool, he's young enough and like potential enough to where like it's as equal dice roll yeah. on him as it is. He's probably a second, probably a second round or two, yeah, mid second, still on Jameson Williams. Yeah, and I think that's like but, the main things. I mean, Kate Otten's here; he's good, but I think that's, that's primarily what we're working with with Trevor here. So yeah, I think so he's got like. A, a lot of you know, like young assets, which is what you want in this stage of a rebuild. I think in sell territory, you're selling one hundred and one. You have to. <laughs> I think you sell one hundred and one. Lock yourself in a stud quarterback. Lock yourself in a young. Don't don't buy old. If you're selling one hundred and one, just don't buy old. But like you're gonna want to buy like a, a young, decent running back because people will pay that for Marvin Harrison. So who has an abundance of running backs? Robbie, John. Okay, so what do you big, think about what do you think about like Joe Burrow and like I don't yeah, I don't even know here. Joe Burrow and oh I wanted to say Devin Achan. Yeah. Four one oh one. Man, I think I would still keep one oh one. I would that. keep one oh one. So yeah, that's why I think we should add maybe one oh three. You gotta like it. you gotta like add a about 103 and Devin Achan. I have 103. What's Robbie have? Your pick. Yes, my pick. Okay, so there we go. Like, say your pick, Devin Achan, and Joe Burrow. Yeah, that's probably more realistic. You got like your stud quarterback, you got a stud running back, and you got a, a rookie. Yeah, and you're um, still retaining a first round pick. So, like, there, your team's already better. How do you feel about. 103 and 104 for 101. I mean, I would probably consider that for sure. It's just that I think that he needs to get solid known assets and not draft picks. Like add draft picks, yes. Keep your keep solid draft picks. Yeah. But also like make sure you get known commodities. Mhm. 
So like you have one of three. I have three and four. One of one of three in Olave. Yeah, I mean he would definitely do that, or he should do that. I wouldn't do that. Okay. Um, I just think that so things he needs to sell rather than we'll talk rather than talking about what he needs to who he needs to buy, just like in general, what he's going to need to do here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like I'm saying, you have to you have to sell one on one. That thing's or, it's, it's so valuable, and you can add so much value to your team, and he needs a lot of value. So sell that. Sell. I I think potentially sell Nico Collins. Maybe hold on to him. Actually, sell Marquise Brown. He's he's aging. You're going to be bad enough for a long time, where he's going to age out, and you're not going to get any value for him. So get your value now for him. Sell Jamison Williams. Get what you can for him. Yeah. Or. What if you go this way? He has the what buttons pick. He has some high seconds. What if he just takes Marvin Harrison at one hundred and one, and then you know trades buttons pick for a running back or trades a second for a quarterback? Uh, move some, some of those other move some of those other pieces for more known assets, and have a guy like have a have a one hundred and one pick that just sort of be a staple of your team. I think the good running backs you're buying with a late first are. Older running backs that are still solid. Your, uh, like Alvin Kamara, Austin Eckler, <coughs> not Aaron Jones anymore. I'm thinking like 2017 draft class. Yeah. CMC, I doubt. I doubt that goes late first. No, I'd probably need more. Yeah. But so, like, who are the 2017 era running backs? My Green point Hunstead. is, that he could he could pair Garrett Wilson with Marvin Harrison, and then. Use some of his other picks to sort of shore up his running back spot, get a quarterback. I think that he just is going to add so much value by selling Marvin Harrison. Well, I mean, he's going to get a haul for it. Yeah, so maybe like Saquon Barkley for that 112. Saquon Barkley and Marquise Brown, maybe. For 112? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would do that if I were him. Yeah, maybe like an Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah. Maybe like a James Cook. Maybe a DeAndre Swift plus something else. No, maybe, maybe I wouldn't be buying DeAndre Swift, honestly. Yeah. I don't know, but basically Trevor has a lot of options. Um, I think he has a lot of assets that he has to sell, basically. Yeah. And I think or, we, we gave an idea of like where our value would be on them in terms of draft capital. And like yeah. pulling that in or pulling in equivalent value players. I mean, he has a, he has a ton of draft capital, so he's obviously going to like inject his team with some more rookies. But yeah, I agree with you that whether it's selling one hundred and one or whether it's selling some other picks, I think he needs to sell some of the picks for some known assets to sort of give himself a mixture of a few more rookies and a few like plug and play starters right now. And he can definitely make this team competitive next year. Yeah, like going into this year, I sold Brees Hall. Whether that was the right move or not, which it probably wasn't, but like, probably not. But I don't, I don't know if I would have got to the playoffs without the assets that I got from that, and then flipped from that, and then flipped from that. So yeah. I just kept flipping assets to try and build something, and it came together a little bit, not the best, but it was at the cost of like one of the top three running backs in dynasty. Yeah. He also just got plagued by injuries all year. Oh yeah, without injuries, like I'm 
I'm probably rolling. Yeah. If I still have Nick Chubb. What are you rolling on? Uh, probably like a ball. Ecstasy. Does it say Coke or? <laughs> um, anyway, so Trevor, sell your assets. Uh, work sell some deals. Ass. Actually, like, just, I think the main thing is here is just, like, be active. Just, like, tra- make, reach out for offers. People aren't going to come to you. They will for 101. But yeah. if you want to sell things other than 101, offer those out. That is the big thing. Like, you need to be active or else you're going to just end up sitting there with Marvin Harrison and Garrett Wilson and then a bad team around them and just not go anywhere. Yeah, and they're, um, they're good. They're going to be good for a solid and, 35 points. It's like, yeah, what do you put around that? Yeah, you're going to be sitting there with two good players and a bunch of meh. And I think if, sell, but, sell buttons but, pick for a quarterback. Just yeah, do you that. Have, that's what I'm saying. Like, whether you try to Whether you sell Marvin Harrison for a fucking haul or you sell some of your other picks for some like surefire starters – you can really make this roster look good next year. Yeah. But if you just kind of like sit there and take all your draft picks, then you're going to end up you know, having a few good, few good young players with a bunch of holes and basically just hoping a bunch of second round picks hit. Yeah. And Trevor picked one five last year. So like his team, like can't like players can do that, but mm-hmm. he just needs like more consistency, more big play guys. Yeah. Um, and I don't think we're saying anything that's like, not obvious here, but I think that just the the main theme here is just like sell and acquire a ton of assets because we're even adding that extra flex. It's like you need more good players. Yeah, that's a big thing too. Yeah, we're gonna have to be starting a second flex next year, so the depth is hashtag depth matters. Depth coming, matters a coming full more circle. Yeah, actually, not even full circle. It's the start of a a new circle. <laughs> it's a, a new circle is created. <laughs> right. Um. um so yeah. So basically, some... what we're saying, Trevor, is do something. Yeah, and and don't do nothing. This next team, uh, Longcock's Word Plant, picking up one hundred two. They are, I would say, moderately active. They're not afraid to trade if the deal's good. Yeah, yeah. He'll 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 engage in talks. I, I made two trades with him this year. Now he's same got one hundred two. Just... He's got he's got, now he's got two hundred two two hundred five. And he's got your second. So he's got three seconds on top of 102. So he's got some draft capital as well. Yeah. Now, I think that his players as a whole are less valuable than Trevor's in terms of high end. Like (coughs) potential first round. Because how many many firsts did we say is on Trevor's roster, potentially? Javante Williams, Garrett Wilson, and Nico Collins. I don't really agree with Nico Collins, though. I don't think you know how good Nico Collins has been. Yeah, I don't know. Would I mean, you, Nico Collins? All right. Say you're sitting there with the one ten right now. Do you trade him for Nico Collins? Yep. Without a question. I don't think I would. I definitely would. But I love rookies. Um, I mean, Nico Collins is in his second year, and he's wide receiver fourteen. It's his third year, and he's wide receiver fourteen. He didn't do anything his first two years. I think I mean, having like, that now he has CJ Stroud, but. That's the thing. It's like now he has like a connection where CJ Stroud views him as the one, unless they bring somebody else in. Like yeah, that's the thing too. They, could, they could easily bring in another guy and then he's sort of. I don't know. But yeah, that could happen with any rookie. So. Yeah. So anyway. 110 doesn't hit very often. Say we have two locks for players worth first on Trevor's team. How many here are on Lockhawks? Sam well, Laporta. I'll say Trevor Lawrence to start. No, I would not trade <laughs> first for Trevor Lawrence. But you would for Nico Collins. Yes. 
I think you're crazy. All right, let's put this right. I would take Trevor take a, Lawrence over Nico Collins in a trade right now. Trevor Lawrence is borderline quarterback one this year. Okay, but he's still like a really good NFL quarterback and will be for the next 10 or 15 years. I know, but where does he go with like Doug Peterson and his current like weapons? I think he'll be fine. He'll be fine, but he's not going to be great. I think he could be great. Yeah, he could be, but Nico Collins has shown that he could be great. Trevor Lawrence is a QB one right now. I don't know. I, I don't. I think he's solid for like a seventeen point outing. Uh, see, I don't know. I I think Trevor Lawrence would be a surefire <coughs> first round pick. Let me, let me and, put it this way: what what points per game are you looking for for <coughs> quarterback in the first round? I don't know exactly. I don't 20. have a number for it. That's what I'd be looking for. Twenty points per game from a first round quarterback. If it's not, if less, if it's less than that, pass. I don't know. I and think Trevor Trevor Lawrence absolutely has more dynasty value than Nico Collins right now. Well, we can while you look at the rest of this roster, I'm gonna pull up though people don't love it. I'm gonna see where keep trade cut has him. Right. Actually well, that's about, that's all fucked with quarterbacks because people vote super flex stuff. Yeah. How about Tony Pollard? No. We we saw him fall off this year. I mean, he's still RB1. I know, but he might not like even have that starting yeah, job next year. Yeah, that's a, that's a scary part for him is his contract situation. It's going to be happening moving forward, but um, Jalen Warren? Probably still a high second. Yeah. Um, Sam Laporte is a first-round pick. He's a first-round pick. Um, who else has he got? And I would argue high second for maybe mid second for Demario Douglas. It's a New England wide receiver, so you never know how that pans out. But yeah. Also, what about Jalen Hyatt, who has recently started coming on a little bit? Um, he's not in first round territory for me. He's probably still a second round pick. I like how you say the wide receiver ninety is just yeah, it's second round, but wide receiver fourteen, it's like okay, uh, he's no yeah. hell no. <laughs> okay, well Jalen Hyatt's a rookie right now. Nico Collins is in his third year, and he's just now breaking out. And he has a quarterback. Yeah, Jalen Hyatt is on a terrible team. He's a rookie, and he's starting to come on as of late. We'll see how it works out for him. Um, but I think I think what I was trying to say is that there's it seems like there's more high end value on Trevor's team, which I don't think is false yeah, compared to Longcox. The only real big difference is that he, um, Trevor has Garrett Wilson, but Sheetram's still a Sam Laporta. Who if you be... had a dynasty team, would you rather have Sam Laporta or Javante and Garrett Wilson? I'd rather have Garrett Wilson. Or I guess would you, would you rather have but... Sam Laporta or Javante? Probably Sam Laporta. I think Sam Laporta. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Sheetram has the 102. He does. And it's another situation where like this, the, the depth on these teams is just like not there. And I think he can consolidate some of these assets. He doesn't necessarily need to sell one or two. Like Trevor needs to sell one on one. Yeah. But I mean, I, yeah, Sheetram's not getting near of an offer for one or two that you could get for one on one either. Yeah, because it's it's a pick your flavor at one or two. Because I think one or two to like one oh five is all kind of the same. It's type gonna of player. that's gonna end up shifting around a lot once the real draft happens and we got landing spots. Yeah. You could see a. I mean, he could get a running back here and like solidify a running back at one or two. Meanwhile, yeah, I mean, if I he think, if he took, yeah, I mean, Sheetram could sit here and take the top running back and have 
you know, a stud with, because he's going to be losing. Who knows what happens with Tony Pollard, but we're going to assume his value is not going to be as high. Yeah, so he doesn't really have a running back moving forward that he can be confident in. And um, does he have a wide receiver he can be confident in? That's the other thing. Not so like maybe it is sell territory for one or two just to like add add assets. Just like yeah. And then I'll bet you somebody gives him a, would give him a second round pick for Calvin Ridley. Probably. You know that Big Rig's trying to do everything he can to trade up for Brock Bowers, so maybe Big Rig would give him a solid running back and a another asset for Brock Bowers. All right. Well, speaking of Big Rig, let's say let's speak that into existence. Kyron <laughs> Big Williams Rig trading up to one hundred two. Kyron Williams, Keaton Big Mitchell, have... and uh, capitalize on Steph. No, he's not going to sell Stephon Diggs. Good. Keenan Allen at age thirty-three. Yeah. Why not? But I don't think that Longcox wants to add old players like that. Yeah. So I think <laughs> but, maybe like Kyron. Does Bigger have a pick? That's worth a damn. What's he had? Oh yeah, he has his own first. So let's say Bigger trades his own first plus Kyron. For one or two. Yeah. Mm, maybe even, where the first... he might have to even throw in a little more than that. Yeah, throw in maybe like um, Keaton Mitchell too. Yeah, um, or like a receiver. But that's like Kyron, Kyron and you, a receiver. If you're rig, would you trade Pacheco and Kyron for one or two? Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go, Sheetram. Easily, potentially. Now, I think um, Pacheco's a, a Arizona Canyon, like you're through and through. So I don't know if he's on the market. I don't know, but. From the way Big Rig talks, it sounds like he's pretty, uh, pretty uh, motivated to go up and get Brock Bowers, and he he knows he's gonna have to jump my ass to get him. So, the one guy we mentioned that we're like, oh yeah, this guy's a lot of value, but we haven't even considered trading him yet is Sam Laporta. Yeah, I don't think he should. I think that didn't he draft him? He yeah, him. he drafted him. I think I think he can get a lot of value for him because Sam Laporta's a goat. So. Yeah, but he's also. You draft a rookie and hit on him, kind of just, you know, that's how you build a team. Keep them. Just have them. Love them. Cherish them. Yeah, and maybe that, if, if you think about it from Trevor's standpoint, going back, drafting Marvin Harrison and having him and Garrett Wilson just, like, as a solid base and then figuring out your future next year, or like, after next year. Yeah, I mean, that's where I would kind of – that's where I was sort of leaning towards, like, all right, have Garrett Wilson and Marvin Harrison as, like, a solid base, to, like, solid foundation. But but then don't just sit on the rest of your picks. Like, you have all those other picks. Like, sell some of them for some assets that you can use right now. Like, someone who is going to sell a quarterback for a rookie pick. You know, trade one of your second-round picks for a quarterback. Trade that later first-round pick for a running back and build yourself a roster that you can have right now. Would you trade 103 for Sam Laporta? Me personally, no. 104. But no. But no, I would. I'm not saying that's not good value. I'm just saying I wouldn't do it. Because like the I'm odds Kyle. of hitting on a player at 104. The best pros live and die with Kyle Pitts. You can run 22. It's not, <laughs> not the worst thing well, in the world. I'll be doing that with Brock Bowers hmm. when I draft Brock Bowers. Yeah, I just think Trevor's or uh, Sheetram's in a weird spot because you believe in Lawrence more than I do. If this running back room's shaky, 
the wide receiver room is just a bunch of dying guys. Uh, not no no pun there for John Mechie, but <laughs> true, um, true though. Dallas Goddard, he can get some value out of that. He doesn't need him. I forgot he had Dallas Goddard in my team. Dallas Goddard's still good. Romeo Dobbs, solid. So like, yeah, I don't know. This is a. This is a Tough situation to be in because I don't think there's a ton of assets. I think he needs to trade second round picks or consolidate or package. Get creative with who you're aiming because you need to pick out targets. You need to figure out I want this guy, I want this guy, I want this guy, and figure out how you're going to get them. Yeah, I think I think what league history has told us: if you want to like turn a losing team into a winning team fast, Daddy is Exhibit A. It's you know sell your high end draft pick for like three assets is the way to do it fastest. And, and that he, might, that did might that be too. like his – oh, yeah. Podelsky picked 101 two times. He picked uh, Josh Jacobs, and then who can, who's the guy after that? I don't know. That was but... the – no, Saquon. It was 2019. Did he trade it away, though? Yeah. Well, so he traded away Josh Jacobs for a haul, and then he traded those players for a haul. And then, you know, you, you kind of compound interest your players. Yeah, that's really the way to do it. I mean, um, honestly, the, the correct answer here might be, like, if you're Sheetram, might be to, you know, trade that 102 to Big Rig because Big Rig has a, is known, known to have, like, the deepest team in this league with a ton of assets, and he has a very outgoing, very professed love for Brock Bowers. So, like, this seems like a match made in heaven. Hunchback Hawkinson. <clears throat> Hunchback Hawkinson. To Big Rig so he can get his boy. And uh, Sheetram could turn that into, like, three starters. Yeah. Some I think running backs, maybe, like, a project receiver, something like that. Yeah, so I'd be... this 101 and this 102. Sell those for three players or three assets. Sell the yeah. com, com, or add those three assets to things you already have on your roster. Then sell that for more assets. And then the three guys you got initially, you're not even going to have next year. You're just going to like keep selling, keep selling, keep churning. Yeah. More trading. More trading is better for the league. It's better for the league, but it's also better for your team. Like that's how that's how you turn a team that's picking 102 into a contender. Yeah, by making who, moves. Who makes the most absurd trades? Buttons. Look where buttons is at. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you seem seemingly every year look like your team's about to fall off, and then you make a bunch of trades, and then you're back in the playoffs. Exactly. That's how we do it. Um, I, just trade away, I just trade away all my assets for draft picks and then middle along, so maybe don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess if you hit on the lottery tickets, it's good. If you don't hit on the lottery tickets, it's bad. Yeah. That's so the, he just keeps kicking it the down the road. There's a lot of different strategies here, but yeah. one thing we can all agree on, or at least you and I can agree on, is make moves. Make moves. Well, Dots, we are, we are like uh, 50 minutes into this thing. Yeah. Well, we just got two games to pick this week, so it's not going to take us long. Yeah, let's get uh, There's right only in. two matchups that matter. How exciting is that? Well, yeah, before we talk about those matchups, um, let, me, let me ask you, going into, this, going into round one, the bye week teams. Mm-hmm. Let's say we pitted uh, Allentown Audi Boys versus Process Trusters this week. Who's going to win? Well, the Process Trusters are back. All right. Well, the Allentown Audi Boys are 
118.9 and process stressors are 122. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like we said in the power rankings, they have been so hot lately. And uh, their matchups are phenomenal this week. Yeah. So maybe that means they have shit matchups next week. But uh, process I mean, stressors looking pretty good across the board. Allentown High boys, they got some good matchups too. Yeah, I mean, I'm not here to bet other people's money, but you two should definitely bet each other a bunch of money on your matchup. Yeah. Make it fun. It's a tight one. It's a tight one. All right. Let's talk about actual actual matchups. Yeah, let's talk about real matchups that matter for things. You know what's fun, Jesse? What's fun? We both have a matchup this week. We do. Yeah, and we get to talk about it. And we're not playing each other. That makes it even more fun. See in the championship. Do you want to break down my matchup and I'll break down your matchup? Sure. Although but you're going to have to tell me budding lines because I'm in Texas. We're, we're both going to break down both of them still. But, um, all right. Who do you want to start with? Uh, give me your matchup, the uh, 6-3 matchup. All right. For all you legal betters out there, I know this is going to sound crazy because the best bros are clearly higher in the power rankings and the better team, but – the Aragona Canyon Lakers are currently favored by 20 and a half points over 20 and a half. your Dottawa Best Bros. And, you know, we're all pulling for the Dottawa Best Bros here. But if I'm just breaking it down, let me just break it down and see that Justin Fields is playing at Cleveland Browns, mm-hmm. who is a known buzzsaw against all players. However, they have not seen a talent like Justin Fields and DJ Moore. Oh and God. not only have they not seen that talent, they haven't seen the gifts that Dots is posting every time Moore catches the ball. <laughs> and you get more, 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 more. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Aragona Canyon Lickers on the other side, they have a sexy little stack too. Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs. They get Dallas, who Another tough sucks matchup. ass on defense, low-key. They were good at the beginning of the year. Now the trash. There's still we, a good defense, Jesse. We agree. No. What else do we have going on? Saquon Barkley, Kyron Williams. We talked about them plenty on the spot as trade candidates. Uh, Kyron has a great matchup against Washington. Saquon, not so much against New Orleans. Justin Jefferson, he said he's playing. He said, I'm back. I'm going to put the team on my back, and we're going to do it. But did he actually he has, say that? He has Nick Mullins throwing the ball. But did he actually come out and say he's playing? Pretty sure he did. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, so uh, can he do it with quarterback issues? We'll see. He's still Justin Jefferson. Jamar Chase is doing it with Jake Browning. We'll see if he can do it with Nick Mullins. Yeah. Um, George Kittle gets Arizona. Solid against tight ends, but it's George Kittle. Yeah. And he's he's starting DeAndre Swift this week over, you know. Well, Keen, uh, Keenan Allen's out. So that was a big development earlier today. He has Pacheco on the bench. He has Jalen Waddell on the bench. Pacheco is hurt as well, though. Is he going to be back this week? Mm. That is the question. I think he should be, right? I don't know. I think it's still pretty up in the air. I don't think he – I was actually – I thought he was leaning much toward, more toward not coming back. Pacheco's always up in the air because the ground is scared of him. It is. <laughs> but Jalen Waddle's um, got the Jets. Yeah, so that's an automatic. Don't play him. Yeah. Now, I guess flipping back to your matchups, aside from this Fields Moore stack, uh, you got Raheem Mostert, and they're they're yeah, like you said, they're playing the Jets, so they're actually not too shabby against running backs because no one can pass on them. 
Yeah, Mostert went off against them a few weeks ago. Yeah, so he might do it again. Ezekiel Elliott gets the Chiefs. That's tough. Yeah, but James Cook just went off against the Chiefs. They're not that – they're fine. Yeah, but Kadarius Tony lined up offsides. <laughs> he did. So throw it out. Throw it out. Um, the game was bullshit, man. Fucking Chris, bullshit. <laughs> fucking Chris ridiculous. O- <laughs> Rain game. <laughs> uh, Chris Olave gets the Giants, so oh, good for him. And Kyle Pitts, Carolina. That's actually not too great. I think I don't mm. know any specific stats. I would just say traditionally he's not good against Carolina. I mean, Carolina is actually kind of tough against tight ends and receivers, but I assume that's just because they're so bad that teams don't throw on them, um, which might be the case here. But He plays them twice a year, so I'm pulling up StatMuse to see what Kyle Pitts does against the Panthers historically. He's played them five times. He has maxed out at 80 yards and a touchdown. Hmm. Well, so, he had one of his three career touchdowns, I guess, and that's a good sign. Yeah. Um, he, I guess, averages about 40 yards a game and about six targets, two receptions. I mean, we know what happens if he scores a touchdown, though, right? You win. The best pros win automatically. <laughs> um, scores a touchdown. Yeah, so I think just on average against the Panthers, he's looking at a solid five points this week. Is that about what he put up this year? No. 5.4 on him. 6.8 points per game this year for Kyle Pitts? No, I meant against the Panthers. No. I don't know. He put up 5.4 yeah, week one. Yeah. So that's about his average against the Panthers over his life. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. But if he scores a touchdown, it's, over. it's, all, it's all over. Um, and you got James Conner starting this week in your flex over T. Higgins. I was going to say that is very much up in the air. It's going to be between James Conner, T. Higgins, and JSN. Very torn. Even a little bit of Tajay Spears, you know, side eye here. Mm-hmm. I'm very, very torn. There's I think, I think that Connor are all, is your safest yeah. in terms of James Conner's a clear start, except he's playing San Francisco. Yes, that's tough. Um, JSN, if I knew Geno Smith was starting, I would think maybe I'll do that. But Geno Smith is hurt, and I'm not going to know till Monday probably. I think you can pencil in Higgins for a solid like seven points with Browning. So as long as you think Conner's going to get over seven, that's a good play. It's tough. It's tough. I'm probably going to do a lot of waffling and a lot of lot of pondering over who I start in my flex. I didn't think we started waffling until after the season. <laughs> Whenever we go to Waffle House and do the 24-hour challenge. Yes. But also, Big Rig has a Thursday kicker, a Saturday defense, a Saturday Justin Jefferson. So maybe, like, what he does in those games will sway me one way or the other. I don't know why or why it would affect me, but <laughs> you never know. That decision for uh, my flex start probably won't happen until Sunday morning. Could okay, change well, could change my mind four times between now and then. Yeah, now that I've talked about all the players in this matchup, I mean, what did I miss? What am, what am I missing about your team versus uh, um, Big Just Rick? that it's really, I think, largely going to come down to how Justin Fields and DJ Moore do against Cleveland and how Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs do against Dallas. It's kind of the heart of both of our teams right now. Yeah. Um, 
So that's going to be the real pivotal games. I don't know. I think the heart of his team at this point is Kyron Williams. Yeah, Kyron Williams might go crazy against Washington. That's the scary part. Remember when I dropped him before week one? But let's let's do the, let's do the yes, let's do the fun thing we do in the big matchups here. Let's do um, Justin Fields and DJ Moore. We'll we'll, we'll group the stacks. We got Justin Fields and DJ Moore against Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Who you got? Give me give me Fields and Moore. Yeah, that's not even that's not even me being cute. It's just that they are kind of hot lately. They're real hot. They are pretty like DJ Moore pretty much goes off every game he plays with Justin Fields except for the one I was at week one. He had I mean, a stretch of he had a stretch of bad games from six to ten, and that was all when Fields was hurt. Otherwise he's only been in double digits. I mean at this point I don't even remember who Tyson Bajan is. Yeah. Because they've been playing so well. Yeah. DJ Moore's a stud. Anytime he's on the field with Justin Fields, basically. So you so, agree yeah. there for the sack? Oh, for sure. Okay. Zeke Mostert, Saquon Kyron. I love you, but give me Rig's side. Yeah, I mean, I'll even agree with you there. It's, Rig has the advantage on me. Um, I'll, I will say, for my sake, I'm just happy that it's not like a complete mismatch like it would have been most of the year. At least I got Zeke as the – Zeke's getting a ton of volume, and Raheem Mostert's awesome. But, yeah, I would take Saquon and Kyron for sure. Yeah. Um, and we'll just, we'll just go Olave Jefferson here. Yeah. And, man, uh, I mean, how's Olave been doing lately? He's been – he's actually been really, like, really good. So, I'm going to take – He's been consistent, but not – the upside hasn't been there, but he's been – the floor yeah, has been. I'll take a floor of 12 any day of the week. Yeah, I would take Olave just because Jefferson may or may not even play. And he's got Nick Mullins thrown to him. Yeah. So for that reason, give me Olave. So, the, I mean, the ceiling's much higher for Jefferson, but the risk is also much higher. Yeah. Um, Kittle Pitts, give me Kittle. Yeah, it's Kittle. <laughs> and then it's Swift Connor. So Connor gets San Francisco. Uh, Swift, uh, lately he's had 3 3 8, 18 8. So it's not been super crazy for him. He is getting. Around that yeah, Swift 10, 11 carry mark. Off. Swift has fell off pretty hard. Yeah. Interestingly. And it is a Monday night game. But that's also game. been against three really good defenses. Yeah. So now he's got Seattle. Not a great defense. Not a yeah. terrible defense, but not a great defense. On the other side, Connor has been 22-5-7-7. Seven, seven. So, like, they have the same ceiling floor, basically. But, like I said, it's could be Connor, could be Higgins, could be JSN. Yeah. Um, um, but... Man. I'm a push. I'm a push this one. It's it is tough. It is tough. It's um if I have to pick, if I have to be twisting my leg, I'm I'm gonna pick DeAndre Swift. Monday night game against Seattle. I think they'll do it. Yeah. Did I say Probably. twist my leg? <laughs> I I heard you say things, but I was like too busy reading things that I didn't. I think I, I said twist my. Up. If you're gonna twist my leg, <laughs> I guess twist my leg. Swift is probably the right pick too, fortunately. But okay. Indy Pittsburgh, kick, kickers. Miami, New York, Miami. <gasps> Give me you, Miami. And then Miami against the Jets. Butker, New England. Dicker, Las Vegas. Yeah, Dicker on a team that doesn't have a quarterback. Give me Butker. Um. Field goals, field goals, field goals. 
Yeah, give me give me Bucker. I'm thinking of teams that like stop people in the red zone. That maybe that's New England against KC. Maybe. So. <laughs> I mean, KC's been weird. Sometimes. That's kind of how I think about my kickers. Is is the team going to be good enough to get in the red zone but not score? Yeah. So, that's give why. Me, give me Bucker. That's why uh, Dustin Hopkins has been so good this year. Exactly. Because they can't score when they get in the red zone. All right. Um, overall, I think it's going to be closer than what we think. And man, I am. It's closer than projections will say. Yeah. And like, I'm going to pick you. I'm going to pick you. You're picking me? I'm going to pick Dottle over there. With, with a straight face? With a, with a pretty straight face here. Damn, Jesse's. Jesse realizes the best. I feel like that. Hot. I feel like that Fields more stack has just been like hitting lately, and it's evident on your team scores lately. So you are. I mean, I think you're you're one and four against Rig in the last five weeks. And honestly, like this is my week of really bad matchups. If I can get past Big Rig, my matchups get real juicy. So watch out. Yeah, I. I don't know. I think that Miami defense is like low key, like a like a game changer in this one. If everything else is even, hmm. but yeah, I don't that's know. Why it's, that's it's, why it's, I've been stashing defenses. It's tight. I need it's that a, edge. It's a tight I need one. That edge. You see, I'm stashing defenses now too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got Jets. I got Ravens. And I got 49ers. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. You got to do what you got to do in these <laughs> these waning hours of the defenses. Yeah. Um, so okay. I'm gonna pick myself as well because of course, yeah, of course. Fuck you, Big Rig. Interesting. Um, we love to see it. I didn't think I'd go that way, but broke it down, looked at it. I'm picking you. All right. On to the other matchup here. For you legal betting folks out there, we have the Rectum Raiders, favored by four and a half points over the Wee Farmers. Interestingly. So um, let's see what we got going on here. The Raiders have Patrick Mahomes against New England. They got Bijan Robinson against Carolina. Chuba Hubbard against Atlanta. A little head-to-head matchup there for the kids. Mike Evans got Green Bay. Devontae Adams against the Chargers. David Njoku, who has been crazy hot lately, has Chicago. And DeAndre Hopkins against Houston. again. And then over on Jesse's side, you got Joe Flacco, the elite Joe Flacco, who you just picked up. Free agency over Will Levis starting in your quarterback spot. Going crazy. Then you got Austin Eckler against Vegas. Josh Jacobs is maybe playing. Is he playing? He's projected 14 points. Yeah, but like, is he playing? No idea, but I got Amir Abdullah stashed. I was going to say, so what what happens? Yeah, you're you're throwing Abdullah in there if Jacobs doesn't go? Likely, yeah. Okay. So we have the Vegas starting running back against the Chargers. And, um, Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua stack is back in action. We'd love to see it against Washington. He was trash. We got Jake the Third Ferguson. And Debo Samuel, Mr. Donald Driver, put the team on his back in the flex. What a matchup here. So, Jesse, let's start at the quarterbacks here. Patrick Mahomes against – are you really starting Joe Flacco? Over Will Levis, you just put this big thing about Will Levis in the group. So that was my attempt at a smoke screen, hoping nobody would bid on Matt Stafford. (laughs) It didn't work because Buttons got him for $35. Wow. So I put in claims for five quarterbacks. 
just trying to get one because I didn't want everyone to steal everybody. Hey, so you were out of fab, right? Yeah. Damn. So here's my thing. If Fields and Moore decide to go off, right? Which they, <laughs> which are they going to? Yes, no? I mean, I hope they do. Flacco had 44 pass attempts two weeks ago, 45 last week. It's a mm-hmm. volume play. Nobody else is getting that kind of passing attempt volume yeah. on free agency. Uh, multiple touchdowns every week over the last two. Mm-hmm. Every week over the last two. Yeah, since he's been a starter, he's had multiple touchdown also, passes. 250 plus yards. Yeah. Last two weeks. So he's been quarterback 13 and quarterback 10 the last two yeah. weeks. So it's, it might not be the worst play. It's not definitely not the best play I could have in the world, but like I think the 12.5 projection is maybe a little low. Well, what would you say if I told you that since the beginning of October, the Bears' defense is number two in the league in EPA per play? I would believe you. Since their secondary has been healthy, they've been like oddly kind of good. <coughs> Jesse, did you disappear on me? Jesse, goddamn it! I Jesse, are you there? Yeah. You like you, you went silent for a minute, then you came back. I accidentally hit play on my music and it cut me out. I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> All right, well, I got you now. So hopefully that doesn't uh, fuck up your end of the pod. But what I was saying was, since the uh, Bears secondary has gotten healthy, all five of them starting together, they've been like oddly kind of good, which is disappointing to me. But yeah, and I'm I'm not uh, immune to that um, knowledge. Is that the right? I, <laughs> no. I was looking for. I, I, I didn't know I how to go with that. Uh, I'm not sure if that plays, privy? but we'll take it. I am I am privy to that knowledge. There you, we go. You are you you're aware. Yeah, you get it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I get that. And what's a guy to do? I also picked up uh, Tommy DeVito, Tommy Cutlets for a little bit, but oh, yeah, I mean, maybe you just I would have maybe just rode that fucking lightning. Just... <laughs> you never know. Um, it could have also that could also end tragically bad. Yeah, I think I'm I'm like floor play with my quarterback right now because I'm just hoping everything else works. I'm just playing the volume and hoping he does some things. Yeah. Uh, so what else we got going on? Running backs here? So running backs, we got – let's just go one by one. Austin Eckler against Josh. Well, how, how do you feel about Mahomes against New England? Or no. Oh, yeah. So um, not great, to be honest. Like, I get Patrick Mahomes in a season where it seems like he's been terrible with still QB8 on the year. Um, but it's just been kind of like – In New England for a while. Weird. He was like really good against quarterbacks, so – and, and like we know, Bill tries to neutralize the top threat. We couldn't. We said he wouldn't do it against Tyreek, but he did. He did it. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, New England's offense is so fucking bad, and the Chiefs' defense is really good that the Chiefs might literally just not have to score points to win. Maybe it'll just be Harrison Butker scoring like four field goals, and that's all they score. I mean, potentially, that'd be awesome. Um. Or Mahomes could go out and put up a huge game, but he really hasn't been doing that. Bounce back, pissed off game after the Bills loss. Mahomes in the last. Let's go through. I'm going to go through Mahomes games starting from most recent to further away. 13.6, 13, 20.8, 16.8, 15.8, 5.6. It's not. The upside has not been there. Um, he's only been over 20 three times this year. 
Yeah, and one of them was barely. Yeah. There's only been one game against the Chargers in Week 7 where he put up 30. So, yeah, I'm not loving the upside here for Mahomes. Especially against New England where he doesn't really need to score because he could probably win 3 nothing if he wanted to. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I kind of get the uh, – he's still a better player than Joe Flacco, but – yes. It's the, you're not really expecting him to come out and win the week for daddy. Yeah. Um, um, now, Bijan against Carolina, Chuba Hubbard against Atlanta. So he's always going to have a running back on the field at the 12 o'clock games. Yeah. And both really good plays. Yeah. Even though Chuba Hubbard is like not that good and the Panthers suck, Chuba Hubbard's been kind of good the last three weeks for fantasy. And Kenneth Walker he's is, is on his bench. a bunch of touches. Yeah, I mean, Chuba Hubbard's getting all the work. 20-plus carries the last two weeks. And, you know, the Falcons aren't that great. So, could be a decent play. That's another volume play. Bijan Robinson's awesome. Yeah. But we got Bijan against Austin Eckler, who recently has kind of fell off. I guess last week he had a good week. He came back a little bit last week after a scary stretch. Yeah, he had a little bit of a bad, bad stretch. But he's put up plus 18 uh, four times in the last seven weeks. Yeah. But I think I would take uh, Bijan in that. Yeah. So, so far, I'm taking Mahomes and Bijan over Flacco and Eckler. And then Hubbard, Josh Jacobs. I would say on this one, if Jacobs plays and is healthy, I would take Jacobs for sure over Hubbard. But I would take Chuba Hubbard over Amir Abdullah. I think we can all agree with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. Now, what about the Trio wide receivers on each side. Evans, Green Bay, Devontae Adams against the Chargers, and Hopkins against Houston versus Debo Cup and Nakua. Potentially Man, a Rasheed Rice play. The all-name wide receiver matchup here. Minus Puka Nakua. Um, what do you mean? That's the best name of them all. No, I mean, like, recognizable, famous people. Yeah. Like veteran big names. But yeah, I mean Mike Evans had one bad week last week, but I expect that to bounce back pretty quickly. Um I like bad week last Adams week. Against... He had twenty one points. Mike Evans? Or no, I, I thought I meant DeAndre Hopkins. No. Mike Evans had nothing, but it's a random dud week. Those happen. Don't expect that to happen again. Um Devontae Adams against the Chargers, who have been like really bad on defense despite having good talent. And DeAndre Hopkins against Houston. I really like all three of those. But how do we feel about like Cup and Nakua playing the yeah. second worst pass defense in the NFL? Yeah. And Debo Samuel against Arizona, who has been amazing lately. I think I like your receiver room. So, all right. I'll take it. I, I just I like love all of Daddy's guys. Daddy's guys are just fucking studs, and they're all going to go do. off. I do. Think, I think it's this is a very high-end matchup of receivers on both sides. But, yeah, the fact that the Rams have Washington, who are just awful. I could see Cooper Cup and Puka both scoring and putting up 100 yards plus each. But this is um, a situation where should I pick one or the other and play Rasheed as the other one to uh, maximize total output? You might be maximizing total output just by starting two guys against Washington rather than a guy against New England. 
yeah. in a low-scoring game. Although, you got Tyler Lockett against Philly on your bench as well. It is true. But you'd have to know that Gino's playing for that. I don't feel like I could justify him over those other four. Probably not. I would probably keep it how you have it now. But how we feel about Njoku against the Bears versus Turd Ferguson or Isaiah Likely. Oh. Ooh. Dallas has been hot, and so has the Turd. The Turd has been very hot. And David Joku has also been very hot, though. Tight end eight and tight end nine on the year, respectively. Man. I think I like the Turd. I think I like the Turd against Buffalo over Njoku. Okay. Because he has been hot. I think I heard something earlier today that he is um, leading the league in red zone targets. Njoku? I'm not fact-checking that. It's just something I heard. Turd or Njoku? Turd. Oh, nice. I mean, they're in the red zone a lot, so. Yeah, and he is one of their main targets when they get there. Yeah. And also, I watched that game the other day, and I was kind of just like, man, this guy's kind of a stud. He's kind of fucking balling out. Like, he looks good just as a player. It kind of made me – I shouldn't have said this because I would maybe I would have tried to trade for him, but I got Kyle Pitts, so who cares? Um, Actually, I'm a big Ted Ferguson guy. I am too. Yeah. And so um, give me, give me, give me Jakey Poo here. All right. And then we got Baltimore against Jacksonville or the Rams against Washington. Man. Um, Rams are defense 30 on the year. Yeah. I mean, the Rams aren't a great defense. And Washington, while they do take a ton of sacks and make a lot of mistakes, they still put up a ton of yards and move the ball. Yeah. Um, But Baltimore is a great defense. And. Trevor Lawrence is on a hobbled leg. So give me Baltimore. All right. And then the kicker matchup. We got Jake Elliott, I think. Yep. Jake Elliott against mm-hmm. Seattle and uh, Hopkins against Chicago. And you're really all in on Cleveland. So you're just going to you're gonna bank on Joe Flacco moving the ball into field goal range and then Hopkins kicking field goals. I would hope he gets like some, some touchdowns just not to enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, th- I'm thinking Jake Elliott on this one. Right. Fair enough. Philly's offense is just much better and expect them to score more. So where are you going on the hole? Man. This is a toss up, isn't it? Guess that's why they call it playoffs. Daddy was my uh Daddy was my championship prediction preseason. Do I do I go against my pick? Although I got a, I guess Big Rig was my actual winner, and I went against that. So, man, I like your receivers better. I like your tight end better. But I like his running backs and quarterback better. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, ooh, man, I'm. Ooh. See, this is hard. But Debo has been killing it. Hey, your receivers against Washington. I think I'm going to take you. Yeah, give me Wes. You taking Wes? All the way. He's going to fucking put up at least a solid 120 on me. I'm going to be lucky if I crack 100. <laughs> wow. <coughs> Hating on yourself. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm, it's I'm, a bad I'm, time to be the wheat farmers. and I think it could very much go either way here. 
I think this matchup's a t- like a complete toss-up. I'm glad you have way more faith than I do because I'm going to get I, smoked. I was honestly like, I have a really hard time picking Joe Flacco. <laughs> That's why I was they like, couldn't do it. But I think if you eliminate the quarterbacks, I like your lineup better. And yeah, Patrick Mahomes just isn't really instilling a lot of confidence lately. And I think he might have a bad week against New England. So that's why I'm taking you. All right. You heard it here first, everybody. That's playoffs. Playoffs? Now, Dodds, what do you say we sign this thing off by uh, going over some rookie leaders on the regular season, oh. seeing where they where they fell? I'm going to have to do some guessing again. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny is I never once went back and, like, looked at a list of where rookies rank to try to, like, be ready for this. So I am actually just fucking guessing. You want to make me guess again? Yeah. Well, uh, number one rookie is? Um, C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud. It's got to be C.J. Stroud. Number two rookie is above number three by 30 points. Ooh. Puka Nakua. It is Puka. Yeah, he's been awesome all year. And he is over. Just trying to think with rookies that have been good. I'm going to say Bajan. It's Bajan. It's Bajan. Let's go. Three for right. three. Jameer. Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> wait, number no, four. Wait. It's number four, Jameer Gibbs. It is. Good job. <laughs> yes. Let's go. All right. Um, <laughs> that was. Great work, Jesse. Yeah, and then uh, uh, number five is <laughs> three points behind Jameer. Oh, so close. Is it Will Levis? It's not Will Levis. Fuck. Was I way too early? Yeah, Will Levis is below Bryce Young. Of... He's 20 overall. <clears throat> oh, okay. Um, Sam Laporta. It is Sam Laporta. Let's go. All right, seven points below him. Tank it's Only not, got hurt last week. Someone does not tank tail. Hmm. What if I told you the next five are all wide receivers? Okay, so Jordan Addison's definitely in there. Okay, he is six. You did say tank tail, so he is seven. Okay. Well, I know Cuge is not up there, so we're going to eliminate him. <laughs> um, Zay Flowers, he had a big week. He's probably next. He's eight. He's eight. All right, let's go. All right, is JSN up there? No. Didn't think so. <laughs> um, oh, Jaden Reed. Yep, he's number ten, and the number nine is, is if you're really hungry and you want a million of something, you can have this. <laughs> she writes. Yep, a million pieces of rights. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> and then uh, number eleven. We said twelve is Devin A. Chain. Can you guess yeah. number eleven? It's not a quarterback. It's not a, so man. It's hilarious. So Bryce Young can't even crack the top twelve as a quarterback. Well, starting every game, what a bust! Bust. It's a kicker. Or, no, I don't even care. Jake Moody. Nope. Oh, Brandon, Brandon Aubrey. Brandon Aubrey, thirty for thirty yes. on field goals this year. Yes, he is a fucking monster. Yeah. But I made the playoffs, Jesse. Good. I'm proud hey, of you. Big Rick. Hey, big rig. Fuck you. He didn't even even get to say it to Q anymore. I just wanted him to like, his ears to perk up for a second. Right, right, right. Just for me to go, fuck you, big rig. 
No, I was listening to, uh, I scrolled all the way back in Spotify to our first pod that we had posted. Yeah. Man, were we talking fast? Yeah, probably talking over each other a ton too. Mm-hmm. I remember like the first time we did one afterwards, you were like, dude, every time I tried to talk, you talked louder to talk over me. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize. Yeah. It was some pretty wild to scroll back and listen to it. It's a completely different pod, it sounds like. Yeah. We're like talking real fast and like, yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a different experience. We live and we learn a little bit. We're pretty, we're pretty laid back now compared to what we used to be. It used to be pretty, pretty exuberant. Yeah. It used to be like a couple of like drunk college kids yelling at each other. Now it's just like two dudes hanging out in a room. Wednesday night. Yeah. Like, hey, man, how are you? How how's are the, the kids? How's the kids? How's your kid, Q? <laughs> yeah, Q, how's Scooter doing? Ty, oh, I meant to ask. You mean Ty 0-1 in to... Games That Matter? and oh, the playoff on the line? I meant to ask you, like, did you did you hold Scooter up in your hands and they like, sorry, sorry, son. We're just not as good as Dots this week. Because not only did I knock you out of the playoffs in this league, I knocked him out of the first round by in Lotto. <clears throat> Nobody cares about the other league in this. No, so for the first time in playoffs this year, do 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 do.